have a movie called Batman vs. Dracula, Sampley? Yes, I do. <laughs> it was a gift. Was it recording? <laughs> yes, it is recording. Perfect, <laughs> perfect timing. This is now an, uh, the intro to our episode. <laughs> uh, for those uh, <laughs> tuning in, why am I talking like this is a radio show? <laughs> no, How are we doing, folks? <laughs> uh, uh, you can see CZ Biscuit coming around the corner here. It's, uh, it's going to go in. First down to 10. Uh, no, uh, welcome to the Once Upon a Time and uh, Huntsville podcast hosted by uh, me, Sampley Ian Baranaga, and my co-host, Harrison Stone. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. How right. are you? Quick. First first that comes to mind, Hitchcock, Hitchcock quote. She's too perfect. She's too wonderful. <laughs> She's too everything but what I want. Which is James Stewart. It mo- probably no one would guess that. <laughs> <laughs> Bad impression. She's too perfect. <laughs> uh, he, James Stewart, of course, is talking about Grace Kelly in the film uh, Rear Window. 1954? No, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, I think so. 1954? Yeah, Maybe wrong, so. maybe right. No, I think that you're right. Uh, w- and the reason I said this today, we're talking about Hitchcock. We're going to do our top five Hitchcock films and uh, a little twist. Whenever we're each film that we list off, so you'll list five. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go five, four, three, two, one. So you'll list five. I'll list five at the same time. Then we'll talk about what the film that you chose, uh, the one that I chose, and then we're also gonna talk about um, what would what would we do if we were the main characters in this certain situation? <laughs> like, what would we do? <laughs> because I think one of the great things about Alfred Hitchcock movies is how immersive his films are. Uh-huh. Because like. When you watch a movie, you're kind of you're supposed to relate to the main characters or or tell yourself, you know, what would I do in this certain situation? Yeah. And since his films are just so well made and they're so thrilling, like it's kind of like, oh, what, what, like what would I do? Would exactly. I, would I grab the gun. Would I do this? Would yeah, I yeah, yeah. Call the cops. So, uh, we're we're kind of kind of be talking about that. To go along with that, I think uh-huh. I saw a quote that Rob Reiner said that uh, Hitchcock movie, particularly uh, North by Northwest, mm-hmm. has. Um, refrigerator logic is what he called it or something like that where he said you're watching the movie and it makes sense and you're loving it and then when you go to the, like the fridge in the middle of the night and thinking about it you're like wait a minute none of that makes remote remote sense <laughs> like how that that wouldn't possibly work and yet during the movie it's like you, you invest in it and it exactly, just works you know exactly like, yeah yeah so um before we get into our top five i kind of just wanted to talk about the importance uh, of alfred hitchcock and why we're so just um, just so uh, not in love. And love sounds a little bit. No, too I much. love Hitchcock. I love Hitchcock I mean, he's, too. I've never met him, and he's dead. But yeah, wait, he's dead. <laughs> wait, what? 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 Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> now he's walking around Las Vegas with Elvis. <laughs> you can point him out and be like, "What's up, Hitch? Hey, what's up, Hitch? What's going on? Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. Yes, that was bad. Um, I the reason I guess. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock films are really important to me, and I actually caught on super late. Because uh, the first the first time I saw a Hitchcock film was with you uh-huh. at the Jones Valley Theater. We saw Vertigo. That I didn't realize that was the first one you yeah, saw. I've never seen a Hitchcock film before. Wow. We saw Vertigo for the first time on the big screen. My first Hitchcock film. That was three years ago, I think. Three or four. Yeah. And wow. I, I didn't was realize blown that. away. And then you let me borrow all his films because uh-huh. you have like all of them. Most I most have of them. pretty much all of them. Yeah, and I like binged them most of them in like a week or two. Uh-huh. But I think one of the things I think my favorite genre I've recently found out is thrill thrillers. Yeah, uh, like my favorite film is The Dark Knight, and I I don't consider that a superhero movie. I consider that like a crime thriller mm-hmm. because like Batman's not a superhero, and also like I feel like more superhero films 
are I don't know. I feel like The Dark Knight is just more thrilling, more of a crime, like almost like Heat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just I just love thrillers, so I love that genre. Uh-huh. I love like whodunits done really well. Oh yeah. Speak the last one I saw. Um, because we, uh, there's like those movies, it's like when you call a film, oh, that could be a Hitchcock film. That's like a uh-huh. compliment. That's how yeah. like big his legacy is. Like Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh my gosh, that was like a, like a Hitchcock film. Yeah. Or even a uh, charade by, is that sure. Stanley Donut? Stan- yeah. The guy did Singing in the Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cape Fear, the original with Mitchum and Gregory Peck, I feel like is very much in the Hitchcock yeah, vein. Absolutely. Which is a compliment to those people. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because he just, and what's crazy is, uh. Um, his most of his films did relatively well at the box office. Besides, maybe I think Vertigo was Vertigo didn't bombs. do well, yeah. And then he blamed that on James Stewart because he was old, too old. But then now it's like considered his best. Yeah, it's considered his best film, and he never won an. O- the only Oscar that he won was um, like, like a like a lifetime achievement oh, award or a legend, I guess. Yeah, so a lifetime achievement. Yeah, in which his speech was. He goes up. I don't know if anyone's seen the video. Go look it up. He walks up. He takes the award and he leans into the microphone and goes. Thank you. <laughs> and everyone just starts clapping. Then he he comes back around and says, "Very much." And then, and then he turns around. I was like, "That's how. That's how. You know, that should go down for everyone." Yeah. So you just get up there. Yep. Thank <laughs> you, and then leave. I think uh, that uh, that's interesting. Just about the Oscars, not to talk about it a lot, but uh, yeah. it shows you that uh, the people who really deserve them are not the people who often win. Them. Oh yeah. For like sure. Kubrick didn't. I think he did the same. They got a like. Lifetime he, achievement. The only one he ever won was for Best Special Effects. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's that kind of shows you how much stock that those kind of have. I think the only... I'm trying to think Oscar-wise, just for Hitchcock, just Rebecca won Best Picture. It did. But she also had... Um, I think he had foreign correspondent in the same year. Oh, really? He made both, and they were both nominated, to my knowledge. Oh, wow. He had two in one year. Didn't Grace Kelly win an Oscar for... A performance in one of his films, or was it a maybe? Maybe, maybe in I don't know. Someone won an acting acting award. Maybe it was um I don't know. Maybe no, it wasn't from Rebecca. I will look it up later. Anyways, we're just saying that like uh you know, just uh, it, it, it uh, Oscars really he defies the awards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The now fact that it's. 2020, and we're talking about Hitchcock movies made in the 40s and 50s is yeah. pretty remarkable. 30s too. 30s. Yeah, 30s. Uh, well, Lady Vanishes was made in 1929, right? 29, you're right. Is that nuts. That's great, and I think it's a great movie. I think it's I think it's low tier Hitchcock. I mean, but look, I still really enjoyed it. You can go to the theater. I mean, you can't right now because of Corona, but you can go to the theater. Corona, what? <laughs> I'm the drink, you know. Oh, okay. Um, I was no, you can go to the theater and see movies that are not half as well made as Lady Vanishes. Oh no, I absolutely agree. Yeah, like. Most yeah, it, like low tier, low tier Hitchcock. It's that's still not me better saying than it's a bad film. No, that's just me saying not like, your favorite yeah, Hitchcock movie. Like Torn Curtain, low tier yeah. Hitchcock, but it's way better than most thrillers uh-huh. or whodunits today. Or I guess that one, that one's more of a spy thriller. I guess you could yeah. say yeah. Um, so Hitchcock's just really important. He has a legacy. If you haven't checked out any of his films. You need to, you just need to go binge them, especially right now. It'd be a perfect time. I remember when I was getting into Hitchcock. Uh, well, I remember TCM used to do this thing where they would go Sundays with Hitch in like September, I think. Every Sunday for like a couple months, they had a Hitchcock movie that would play. Yeah. Uh, but then I also got I just got all of his movies in like one summer. Just pretty much watched all of them, and it was just it was, it was such a great summer. He's yeah. such a great. I mean, there's so many great movies. So many great films. Yeah. And 
Um, I know your grandmother was a uh-huh. huge fan of Hitchcock. Oh yeah. And then recently, um, uh, I've been talking to my uh, my grandma about like uh-huh. all those films, and she like knows all of them. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, and then, I, oh, elderly people are awesome. Cause no, yeah. Most of the films that we've seen. That's what. That's how I got into it. My my grandmother was a massive Hitchcock fan, and. Uh, I think she told me about Rear Window or something, and I saw it, and then uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, Memo, check!" We had a watch, so I think we watched a lot of his movies together before she passed away. Yeah, but she's awesome. a she was a massive like mystery thriller person, which is, I am too. That's my favorite genre. Yeah. And so uh, Hitchcock is like very special to me for those reasons as well. It's just a, I mean, can't go wrong with his movies. No, you really can't. Uh, I mean, you know, imagine there's a huge or what's the the Walmart the Walmart barrel bins. Yeah, if it was just a Hitchcock, you pick one out. You're guaranteed. You're good. You got a really good. One. Yeah, for the most part. So that's <laughs> it. <laughs> there's a couple. Yeah. yeah, you pick out Marnie or. or no, I actually or, like that one. You like that one? I'll tell. We'll we'll, we'll discuss no, this. Topaz. In a bit. That's the one that you don't <laughs> like. Topaz. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I say we just list them off. My oh oh wait ah, uh, where's my list? Oh, I had it on my laptop, so I'm gonna have to retract. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think. Let about me this. hold on. Let me think. I, I know what my number one, number two, number three, number four. Oh, I know what my number five is. My number five is a uh, North by Northwest. Okay, let's talk about North by Northwest. What's your number five? Or do you want to say that after we talked a little bit about? Let's North talk about yours. I gotta think about this for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Thanks for coming prepared. <laughs> no, I have it all on my laptop as well. Do I don't you really. I do. I made like a list of like my top twenty. Are you for real? Oh In my order, God. like I was just slaving away. Like wait, wait, is to catch a thief better than like uh you know this? I'm like, well, I don't know, like. Yeah. If you've been to like work late this week and your boss just happens to listen, he's like, wait a second. <laughs> he said he had Corona. <laughs> um, uh, North oh, by Northwest. North by Northwest. I've seen it, I think, three times. Uh-huh. One time, oh, I'd watched it. I watched it on DVD when I. No, you, no, no. I bought that one. I bought that when it came with uh, like one of those box sets. Mm-hmm. Watched it. I was like, I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. Then, like, a week later. It came on on uh, TV, and I was like, you know, I'm going to watch it. It was like a lazy Saturday. Yeah. So this is the best time for Hitchcock films, like in the afternoon. I watched it, and I was like, okay, I really like it. And then I watched it when I was in Texas, um, and that's when I was like, oh, this is a masterpiece. It's it's so, so good. And Cary Grant is like who they, who they would say would be like the very first James Bond. Yeah, exactly. He's that's, just yeah. so suave and so charming, and his timing it's just mm-hmm. so good. And it's, it's it's actually, I think, one of his funniest uh, films. Yeah. And it's interesting, too. Like, I don't know if you thought about this, but, like, the old movie stars, like, of him, I, I, I had to I had an acting part where I had to research this, but uh, their accent is actually considered transatlantic. And really? so, like, old Hollywood used to teach these people a specific way of talking that was kind of just for actors. And, like, it's not like an accent, like, you don't get it yeah. from living in Canada or something. Can you do Cary Grant? Uh, I had to try to do kind of something like that for an audition, but it's like if you listen to all the actors of that time period, they all talk a certain way, they like the do, Catherine yeah. Hepburn. Yeah, and it's considered transatlantic. So if you get to go oh, check yeah. that out, um, it's really weird and it's like a very put on way of talking. But that's the way they all. It sounds kind of British, but it's not British and it's kind of formal American. What's a line from North by Northwest? I'm dragging. Um, what's like a famous line from that? I'm gonna look up a quote now. I'm gonna try to carry Grant. Yeah, it's 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 a weird it's weird, but. Uh, I'm not, he's not, never been one of my favorites, but it, you can't deny he's, like, the most, like, kind of cool, 
suave. Oh, so, like he's yeah. like kind of a definition of like a movie, like the classic movie star. Absolutely, it came out in 1959. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it was only uh, nominated for three act, three Oscars. Sorry, and none of them were best picture or best director. What? That kind of blows my mind. Um, let's see. I'm going. Let me pull up. Uh, and his name is Roger Thornhill. That's mm-hmm. great. Oh, this is a great quote. When the ticket seller says something wrong with your eyes because he's trying to hide his identity. And he says, oh, yeah. So they're qu- no, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's that's like, more Jimmy Stewart. It's like British. You got to go listen almost. to it now. Go listen to it. Uh, let me pull Let me pull up like a sound bite. And I'll try to, I'll try to mimic it. <laughs> What's your fifth one, though, while I'm looking this up? Uh, oh, real quick. I want to talk about um, Eva Marie Saint and the music. Oh, yeah. So, oh, the music oh and great. James Mason. James oh, Mason and you know so Martin good. Landau is in that movie as well. He does a great job. There's yeah, a lot he of plays g- like the henchman, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. From, uh, Ed Wood. He he did, he won the Correct. Oscar for he played Bella Lugosi in That's that. That's right. Yeah. But uh, Martin Landau, like early performance, James Mason is like wonderfully, like sophisticated yes. and nice, but he's a great bad guy. Talk about the sequence. Okay, let's talk about the refrigerator logic from Roger uh, Rob Reiner. Uh-huh. So. In order to get rid of Cary Grant, they, like, make him drink a ton of bourbon. That's right. Put him in a car (laughs) and then have him drive off the cliff. Like, talk about, like, villains. Like, who does that? (laughs) Like, what is going on? Why don't they just shoot the guy (laughs) or something, you know? I mean, I guess they want to make it look like an accident. Yeah, they want to make it look like an accident. But, like, I feel like you could do better than that. I don't know. It's interesting. It's something you haven't seen before. And then he starts driving the car drunk. And And he makes it. He survives. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I like it. I would yeah. be honest, I like it. I like it. Different. That's one of my favorite sequences, but yeah, yeah, yeah. uh I don't know, it's interesting. Oh, and the uh, oh, another fun fact about North by Northwest. There's a sequence later on in the movie when Eva Marie Saint um is about to fire a gun at Cary Grant, like a fake. Like that's let right. you find yeah, out spoiler alert, it's fake it. Yeah. Oh, but sorry. in the background you can li- you can watch there's a little kid who's an extra. Uh-huh. And as you see it in the wide shot, this kid turns around and then he sees she's about to fire the blank or whatever uh-huh. and he covers his ears before she fires, so like giving it away that she was about to shoot him. And so like that was like a big goof that uh, people consider no. for the Hitchcock I, movies. I didn't see that. No, yeah, I, you have to I go check that, that out as well. It's like in the cafeteria or something. I'm looking at um, some IMDB trivia right now. While on location on Mount Rushmore, Eva Marie, Eva Marie Saint discovered that Cary Grant would charge fi- fans fifty yes, cents for, for autographs. autographs. Can you? But that's kind of low. Like, come on, man. Wait, why just fifteen cents? I the time I'd period. Jack it up a bit. I mean, it's <laughs> Cary Grant. I'd well, be now, charging a, a buck fifty. Now you'd be walking around with your like credit card little thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> Attached to your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um. No, but the the music of North by Northwest is a big. The, I think Bernard yeah. Herman did it did as he? well. I'm gonna check. Uh, he did the music for Taxi Driver. His final movie was Taxi and, Driver. And Vertigo. He did Vertigo. He did a lot of m- m- most of Hitchcock's movies. Uh, great all time composer. I'm gonna look original music by Bernard Herman. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and also did Citizen Kane. He did. He's a big. He was big time, big time. I think he actually died. He he did Taxi Driver, and then he died before the movie came out. To That's my knowledge, right? I did read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. one of my all-time favorite uh, scores. But um, yeah, man, North by Northwest, great movie. Oh. Not one of my favorites, but not not in your top five. No, no, wow. I don't. I don't know why. I just don't. I uh, I um at first um I wasn't a big fan of an en- of the ending, mm-hmm. but uh, the third time I like because you know it cuts and then it like. You know what I'm talking about? How it like she's it's she's falling off, or is he falling off? No, no she's falling off. She's falling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to uh, 
they're like in the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's a great cut. Uh, <laughs> 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 and um, I love the iconic airplane scene wherever it's running after him. Mm-hmm. That's a great scene. And then also, um, I oh love yeah, the when, crop duster I love scene. When, um, he first meets Eva. Maurice. I think that's good. I think she does a really good job too because. Like up until that point, she did uh, she had done on the waterfront, which she won the best supporting actress, I That's think. That's right. But she had done a lot of different type parts, and Wait, this was kind of her. I think she did, or maybe she was dominated. With Brando. Yeah, I'd but, love to uh, work with him. <laughs> but please don't tell me he's dead too. <laughs> well, I'll just let you figure that out. <laughs> All right, I looked it up. Yeah, she's dead. Um, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, no, she did a really good job playing a different type part from the stuff she had been doing. I think. Eva Marie Sane is still alive. She is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? She's really that. like she was at like TCM festival not long ago. That is so cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, like she kind of yeah. is like the lowest. I think Lois Smith or whatever she's doing. Who did Nice Guys? Who worked with James Dean on East of Eden? You know what I'm talking about? She's yeah, like, she's still doing, doing all. This. She's still working. I think that's nuts. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, my fifth. Your what's your fifth? I think I have to go with. Um, I think I have to go with. To catch it. Thief. Really? Or, oh, no, maybe... N- oh, gosh. Come on, Harrison. <laughs> well, say the one that you're debating. I For me, it's probably between that or uh, Family Plot. Really? Yeah. I really like those. I'm going to be honest with you. You don't like either one of them that much. No, I like Family Plot. Yeah. Family Plot's definitely low tier. I like Lady Vanishes, I think, just a little bit better. Uh-huh. But, but Bruce Dern is really great in that. He is so good. Is, Barbara um, Harris. Barbara Harris and William running. William Devane, I think is his name, plays the villain. So. But I'm gonna be honest. I do. I I think I I actually do. Just straight up, do not like to catch a thief. I know. Do you know why? Well, yeah, because you're you you're just not a fan of the dubbing. I'm the, well, that's one of the reasons because that is just it's terrible. It's yeah. Complete, and it goes on for. It's not like it's just a one minute scene. Yeah. Feels like it goes on for ten minutes because the dubbing is actually just pretty terrible. Well, they talked about that, like how that actor just really couldn't. I think that Haven had to like do it phonetically, where he had to like yeah. they had to like say the line and he had to like try and copy it. Yeah, and they had to like do a lot of cutting. So, well, that's just a small nitpick, really. Yeah. Well, actually, it's pretty terrible how bad it is, but uh, it's a small nitpick. Uh huh. But also, um, I thought it was like super predictable and pretty formulaic. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I've only seen it once, so maybe I need a rewatch. But uh, then yeah. again, Grace Kelly and then um, Cary Grant. He's in that one as well. Um, they have great chemistry. chemistry. Did you know, uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, because I read this somewhere, you know uh, you know that road they drive down really fast? Yes. I believe Grace Kelly, that's how she died. She got into a car wreck on that same, that, same, uh, that hill they're going down. Really? I'm gonna look that up just to make sure that's true. So that's a big that's a I'm big trivia. Sure. <laughs> I feel like I read that somewhere. <laughs> if not, for all I know, she could actually still be alive. And people are like, What are you talking about? <laughs> I know she's dead. Yeah, she is. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna look up Grace Kelly death. Um, I did not if that's she, accurate, she was I didn't a know princess. that. She was a Monaco. Princess um, of Monaco. Uh, tragedy struck on September 13th, 1982, when Princess Grace and her younger daughter were driving along the steep cliffs of Kilt as a region of southern France. She I think that probably is accurate, yep. then. That's where they uh, filmed it. Yep, that's where. Yeah. yeah. So I was right. Whew, I'm glad I checked that, though. <laughs> um, wow. I didn't know that. 
Yeah. So why? Wait. Why is that your favorite? Why is that your? I really. Five? Enjoy, I don't know. I, I can't really even say a lot of things about. I really enjoy, <laughs> enjoy wow. it. I know we have a lot of other movies to talk about as well. So I'll just say I really like that one for some reason. I'm not really sure why, okay. but it's also hard to pick between that for me and Torn Curtain and Family Plot and Strangers on a Train. Strangers and on a Train. Notorious is and Spellbound and I mean, there's just so many. Strangers on a Train is not in your top five. It's not, no. Wow. That yeah. surprises me. Yeah. Okay, so... We'll move on to yours. I'll just say I think uh, To Catch a Thief is a lot of fun. You should rewatch it. Um, there's a great... There's a lot of fun sequences in it. Um, I think it's a really, really pretty movie to watch, too. Oh, Wonderfully yeah, photographed. Yeah, for sure. Just, it's just like... I just want to live in that movie for some reason. Yeah, you know? I, I probably need to rewatch it, but I just remember just not liking it at all. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to, but I can totally understand. Maybe I just need to rewatch it. But so, uh, before we move on to our fours, uh-huh. so what would you do? And I guess what would I do? In Roger Thornhill's place, and then what would you do in whatever Cary Grant's name in that is? I forget. Oh, um, do you even know? That's your fifth favorite. I think I would do what he did because he ended up pretty well. <laughs> yeah, he ended up pretty well. If <laughs> he I ended up with uh, Grace Kelly. I think one of the also the reasons I really loved North by Northwest is his situation is just like, um, just so like different. Yeah. And so like unique. It is. You and don't see movie plots like that. Yeah, because he's the whole thing starts because they they recognize him for being someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's in the he's in the shop or something, or like in a coffee, like a restaurant, and they're he's like, re- yeah. whatever, uh, they're like, um, they say Roger Thornhill, and he turns because he wants something from the waiter, and he's like, oh, here, please. And yeah. then they're like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he's toast. Yeah. So what would, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I get, He ended up working out, but I, I just probably would try to just move away. <laughs> well, then again, he's got to take care of his mom. Uh because that's and then wait and then he has to pay several of his ex-wife's alimony. I believe is one of the <laughs> reason why he tries to <laughs> just survive. But uh, I probably end up doing the same thing as him, uh, just trying to just make it by. <laughs> um, my number four. Uh huh. Let me think for a second. Just make sure I got it right. Um, bam. I mean, uh, I think our oh. top three are going to be very similar. Most likely. I think. Yeah. Maybe I think the top two are going to be very similar. So you're, I know if what not you're the, the third is going to be then, probably. Really? Because my fourth is Psycho. Okay, yeah, then I know what your third will be. Oh, really? Or maybe your second. Oh. Yeah. So my f- my fourth is Psycho. Uh-huh. What is, what is your fourth? My fourth is Stage Fright. Really? It's mm-hmm. that high? It is that high. Wow. You know, I really like that movie, too. I just I, can't talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah, because... There's just a major... We, hey, wait, wait, let's we, go back to Psycho we first. We can't spoil Psycho, though, because oh. Aaron hasn't seen it. What? I, and you know what's funny about that? Like, everyone I've ever met, even if they haven't seen the movie, they know how it ends. They know the twist. Oh. And even I knew it going, going into yeah. it. Yeah. Just because, like, how do you not know it? And I asked Aaron, and she she just she has no idea. No idea? She has lit- and I'm just like, you have no idea how lucky Okay, I have to say That's this as like well. Sixth Sense. This like, is really... The Sixth Sense. Exactly. It's like that. Wait, what's the ending? No. Oh god, sorry. <laughs> um, no, we uh we watched Psycho with my sister, mm-hmm. and she didn't know. She anything. didn't know. That's awesome. she just knew about. Everybody knows the shower scene. Yes. So I'm not gonna spoil anything. Yeah, don't spoil that. But everybody knows what that. Everybody generally knows what that. Everyone's, means. she Aaron's never seen that scene. So she doesn't even know that. She yeah. Well, I'm sorry, like, Aaron. I was like, you have no idea. Just don't listen to this. 
but anyway, she knew, my sister knew about that, but yeah. she didn't know the ending. And so the whole movie, she's like asking us these questions and we're like, and then That's when awesome. the, the thing happened, I'm not going to say what, she was like, what? <laughs> and it was just glorious. Yeah. Wait, it shows you how good the movie is still holding up from 1960. Yeah. You know? Whoa, wait, 1960? I'm talking about the one with Vince Vaughn. I think that one's oh, the, far uh, superior. Oh, the shot by shot remake. Yeah, by Gus Van Sant. When uh, with Vigo <laughs> and uh, William H Macy, and yeah, it's superior. What a no, it's not. <laughs> I was making a joke. Quentin the, Tarantino likes it better. No, he no, I think he likes Psycho too, better than the first Psycho. Really? Like, yeah. I don't well, know either why. way, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, art is subjective, but yeah, no, no he's, he's wrong. Actually wrong. <laughs> yeah. How many psychos are there? He made like four, yeah. Because apparently he did such a good job in the part that he just got like cast. Like everybody just saw him as. Yeah, Anthony Perkins. I thought I said Anthony Hopkins for a second. No. Anthony Perkins. Yeah. yeah. We've both done the same scene in Mm -hmm. class. Yeah. You know, a boy's best friend is his mother that talk with. um, What's her name? Vivian Lee. Vivian Lee, thank you. No, not Vivian Lee. No, you're not. uh, What's your face? Not Vivian Lee. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold on. I'm dropping. Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. What is her name? Yeah, I can't believe Why I can't remember it. Why are we both blanking either. on this? I can't believe. Um, golly. Wait, who directed that movie? No, I'm just joking. Um, Wait, what Janet Lee. Janet oh Lee. Sorry, Janet. How do we? I said Vivian. I don't know why. Um, Two Lees. Uh, let's see. This one, I think Psycho actually w- is like his best um, box office. Like, I think it blew up. They he made a rule where audiences weren't people weren't allowed in the theater after that's, it started. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And my um my grandma said after she she uh, had watched it she didn't want to take a shower for like a week. Yeah. My grandmother wouldn't watch Psycho. We watched a lot of the movies together, but she did not want to watch Psycho. Um. Yeah, cause uh that um that ending the ending to the film it makes me um mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Perkins wasn't even. I don't even think he was nominated. I know. Which blows my mind. That's probably one of the most iconic villains of all time. What was your initial reaction when you watched the movie? When I watched it, I thought um, it's really, really good. But I, at the time, I probably wouldn't have included it in my top five. But then I rewatched it, I think also in Texas. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, this is mm-hmm. up, 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 up on. And definitely in the top five. I, I mean, it's one of the most iconic films of all time. I don't want to spoil anything, but... It's one of it's such a quotable film. All of the performances are spot on. Uh, my only problem with it is there's this one scene that completely takes you out of it is when the and uh, someone falls down some stairs and it's just terrible. It looks terrible. But you have to think at the same time like it's the what, technology of the yeah, time was kind of is yeah kinda, yeah. So but that's the only thing I would say. Because it just takes you out of the film for a second. Yeah, it makes second. you laugh at it because it, it looks ridiculous. If they could just change that, that would have been great. Oh, yeah. And then also the part um, where um, the other girl goes downstairs um, in the basement. That part. Oh, my God. When he's... when You, know, you don't like that part? No, I think that's... A, it scares me. I oh, like that's it. that's it my... Me. That it is me like, every time. That's, the, that's one of the best parts Ugh. of any movie I've ever seen. I don't want to... Don't... Yeah, don't spoil it just yeah. because... Yeah, but... um. Uh, what would I do in um? Why am I dropping her name? Janet Lee's situation because she's the protagonist. 
because it's because she steals the money and then she's driving away. I would have I I would have turned around. Okay, I gotta talk about. I gotta give some. I gotta give some major love here to the actor who plays the police officer. Is that what you're gonna say? No, I was gonna say in the towards the beginning who plays the really creepy. Oh, the creepy guy who has the money. No, he's the guy. He's putting his money in the bank. Yeah, the creepy banker. He's got like the mustache. Banker, he, investor, I don't know, whatever. investor, whatever his Client, name is. I, guess. I don't know what the actor is. I saw him in a movie with uh, another 1950s movie called The Enemy Below. He played like a. Oh, um, Mitchum. Yeah. He played. He was in that briefly. But dude, that guy is awesome. He does a great job. Yeah, he's he, super he, creepy. I honestly feel slimy like and. He just. He was just. That's not even an actor. He just went to a bank and was. And, like, like, and they're like, oh well, this part of me. That's how good he is. He feels so. Real. He he was had such a great. Job. I got to give love to that guy. I don't know who he is and what he's done, but he's an awesome actor. And then Hitchcock's uh, daughter. daughter is also in that she scene. She does a really yeah. good job. I she think. does. But I don't think the the only person who in this movie who apparently and I think he's fine is the guy who played uh, the character of Sam. Oh, um, the, I can't remember his her, name. Like the kind the guy of guy she's in love with. Yeah. That that he Hitchcock did not like his performance really? at uh, all. He's okay. He's they not said he was like like cardboard. Yeah, which kind a, of is he's not a standout, he, but he's not bad. No, no, no. Um, but I feel like if I watch the movie again, it may jump up. But then again, my next three are, I think they're almost. I think the third one, I will talk about him, but. The first two, I think, are perfect. The third one could be, but... Uh, I want to say about Psycho real fast. I okay. know I'm talking a lot here, but okay. Hitchcock, uh-huh. man, you got me talking. Oh, you got to. Uh, yeah, if you want if, if you, you want to talk to Harrison, <laughs> just mention Hitch, Hitchcock uh, or um, <laughs> Breakfast Club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, if, you, if, uh, if you've never seen the movie and, you, and you're watching, don't watch it with the expectation of, like, a current horror oh, movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, no. when I watched it when I was... Eighth grade or seventh grade, I was like, "Oh, it's considered one of the classic horror movies. It's probably gonna be really scary and like." I think it's like more I don't really creepy. It's, it's very scary. creepy. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, but it doesn't like I wasn't in seventh grade. Like, oh, I can't go to sleep. I watched Psycho. Like, it was not like that. Yeah, which that was my initial take on it. Now I watch it for the acting, for the yes. storytelling, for the performances, and for the how. The camera work is also fantastic. Amazing. It was like a lower budget movie. And he made it with his his TV crew. And I love the choice that they chose to do it in black and white instead of color. Looks great. Because at the point in time, color was was the way to do it. And he said, "Let's do this black and white." And I just think that's an amazing choice. Apparently, he did that as well because of the he said oh, it'd be too gory. That's right, because of the blood. Yeah, which is a great choice, I think. And did you also know that's the first time in a film ever uh, it showed a toilet yes. being flushed? Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah. Weird. So the screenwriter apparently he said that he wanted to make sure that was in the scene so he decided to have him have her like crumple up the stuff and put it in the toilet and yeah. flush the toilet uh-huh. and so he was like because they didn't want that in movies yeah. or for some reason I don't know why yeah. and so he actually specifically wrote that in there so it would be in the movie That's so awesome. it's first time it, just to Joseph that, Stefano that time that was, it was profane to show a toilet being flushed yeah I don't know That's I mean if, let's be funny. honest with you with all the stuff in that movie if a toilet is going to offend someone then how is the movie even going to get made? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah, Psycho's amazing. That's Performances a, are amazing. So let's talk a little bit more about Stage Fright. That's your number four pick. Why I, do you like it? The, I, we talked about this last time with Jesse. <laughs> and I can't even wait, talk wait, wait, about was this. Was it on the podcast? It was, was, it it was just brief. Oh, I, I think it was on the podcast. If not, then I don't know. But, uh, I can't remember. Because after the podcast, we talked for another hour. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this movie has one of the great... Like, one of my all-time, one of the best twists I've ever seen in a movie. And it's because of a plot device that I can't talk about. Yeah, or a storytelling device, because it would just totally ruin the movie. But when I was watching it, it totally hooked me. 
Um, and I came totally, out, yeah. Well, when did it come it out? Came out in 1950. Also, he made the choice. To same, do that is black as white, black and white as well. It came out the same year as uh, Strangers on a Train, or it came out right after, I think, or Wait, before. No, it came out right before. They changed the. I hate when they do this on IMDb where they change the poster. They to just, like a more modern. No, to I don't know. I guess I don't know who does things like that. But um, so I guess someone who's really bored. <laughs> but someone went and changed the poster of Strangers on a Train. Uh, to like a really ugly one, and yeah, I it's think it's actually the original one is actually one of my favorite. It is posters. good, yeah. Um, this movie is. Strangers on a Train came out 1951. Look at the new, look at the new one that they put. It's it's ugly. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know why they would do that. Um, can I also say this before we? I just showed him. Uh, I think Alfred Hitchcock may be the only person where he's like he puts himself on like not just his name but oh his yeah, image that's on, right. Uh, on um. On posters, and then also he's like he makes a cameo in every movie. Films, but sorry, Stage Fright. Oh yeah, yeah. No, go back to the cameos later. Uh, No, but Stage Fright, the the twist in Stage Fright literally had my jaw on the floor. Yeah, me too. And I watch a lot of movies. You watch a lot of movies. Uh You can generally find out what things are gonna happen before they happen a lot of times, you know. But this movie, like. I was like, "What? <laughs> There's no way!" I, I believed it the entire time. How did that happen? And it was just totally, it just totally threw me. Just uh, total. I just my whole concept. Yeah. I was questioning everything after I watched Stage Fright. Yeah, I'd never seen anything like it before. Because when you told me I was gonna like fall for it, I was like, eh, "I don't, I don't think so." And then I totally did. And I was like, "That's awesome." I think Jane Wyman also does a really great. She's job. great. And then She's Marlene a great. Dietrich. Oh, she's church. great too. Alistair, uh, Alistair Sim. Which one is he? Jane Wyman's dad. He's great. He's yeah, he's the, so great. He had, Hitchcock had a really good uh, eye for talent for actors. He always got some great, act, especially supporting character actors. Oh like, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. They were always, uh, man. That yeah, I'm a huge fan of uh, Jane Wyman in that movie. She does a great job. Um, it's there's a lot there's some really funny parts to this movie, mm-hmm. some really clever parts, uh, and it's just not everything is not what it seems to be, which I think is uh, that movie. I'm a huge like you if you have not it, people need to see it. I can't believe I hadn't seen it until you, I saw it in the last six months probably I think. And I where did you even see it? Just you I just ordered DVD. I had like four DVDs from Hitchcock that I hadn't owned, and I was like, well, I should get this one. It seems interesting. That's and awesome. then top top four. Number four favorite Hitchcock. I'd film. like to rewatch that again. I think yeah, I watched it this year, right? I think we Top both of did. The year? Yeah, it just blew me away. You so need to you need to go see it. Everyone needs to go I see it. I don't even want to say what you would do in her situation. Just because you, you don't want to give it away. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what what I would do if I was uh, Janet Lee, I'd I, w- I would go back and put the money back. Yeah, you wouldn't take the money. I would not. Well, yeah, I wouldn't take the money. My word, no. Would you? No, I, it seems stupid. Why would she do that? I guess she just acted out of impulse. Impulse, yeah. Impulse. And then, yeah. And that, sometimes impulses can define, the, you know, your life. That's such a great, uh, oh, we can't say anything about it, but. What? The fact that halfway between the movie, something dramatically happens that changes. No, I did not know that. I'll say that. I thought a specific scene was at the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought... I'll just say this. I thought, well, you know, I'm not even. You can't. It's just a, it may, there's a dramatic it. change that happens halfway through the movie yeah. that I don't think is ever really. They Hitchcock, they wouldn't do that today. Hitchcock is really great at subverting your expectations, every single time. 
in all of his different films. So number three, my third favorite film is, I bet you probably know, is Strangers on a Train. Yeah. What's your third? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Probably... Probably Psycho. Really? So Psycho's your three? Yeah. Number three? I think. Uh, you know what? I'll go with Rear Window. What? Rear Window's your number three? May, it's one. It, there's, it's a toss-up. Pick one. Okay, I'll go with Psycho. Psycho's your third favorite? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, let's talk about... We kind of already talked about Psycho. I know. <laughs> and we're so, about to talk. I mean, the top two are going to be very similar. I Yeah. So, what, I, I so think, Strangers. Yeah. Strangers on a Train. Why is it my favorite? <clears throat> Or no, or not my favorite, but my third favorite. Uh, the premise I think is simple yet brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then I also think um, the cinematography is might be actually one of my favorite looking films of all time. Yeah, there's there's a specific shot that I would say is one of my favorite, and it's when they're at the tennis match, and ev- the crowd is looking, and they're all turning left and right following the ball. And the person who's playing the villain in the movie is just like dead on straight. Just, just looking yeah, looking, yeah. And so it's a it's a great wide shot. That's one of my favorite shots. The ending is great. Uh, so many great moments with mm-hmm. the villain. I think it might be one of my favorite villains, just because um, he's almost like he's so different from the other ones. We need to, at the end after we talk about our movies. We need to talk about our favorite Hitchcock villain. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, we've got top five villains. Uh, he, he's, he's obviously in the top five, but, um, it's, what makes him different is he's not like, he, he doesn't want to take over the world. He, you know, he's, he's a trust fund kid who, um, hates his father and, and this isn't spoiling anything mm-hmm. because it's at the intro of the movie, but he wants to kill his dad and he's concocted up this plan that if he meet, he's going to accidentally bump into someone. Who he happens to know a lot about. My theory is that he doesn't accidentally bump into him. He makes it look like an accident. That's my No, I agree with you. Would you agree? Because he has too much information on him. He has way too much information. He's too smart. In fact, there should be a prequel. That'd be boring. It'd be only like 15 minutes. (laughs) No, did you know that Ben Affleck is going to remake it? You're not going to be cast in my prequel prequel movie. Oh, good luck. They're going to do a Netflix series with David Fincher, right? Of Strangers on a Train? I think so. You're joking. Are they going to do a remake of Netflix movie, or are they going to do some sort of something? I, saw, I just saw Ben Affleck wanted to remake it a couple of years back. And I maybe think the Gillian Flynn, the Gone Girl, was supposed to help write it. Really? I think so. I would love... I think that's actually... See, one of the... I think also something about it is that the premise is so un, like simple yet unique. So simple, but I it is... I feel like it's... I think it would be the only Hitchcock film I would say, yeah, you can remake that, as long as it's not... Um, just because it's not like, um, I don't know the word for it. It would make sense in today's society. Yeah, you could do it with a taxi or Uber, or you could set it at any point in time with a different mode of transportation. Yeah. But you'd have to, I think you would, of course, have to, you couldn't follow the same story. You'd have to make it a little bit different. Like, with current times, like, North by Northwest probably wouldn't work. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these movies wouldn't. That's Mission Impossible right now. Yeah, it wouldn't really work. It would work, but it would be the same thing. It would be a, they'd have to change. But, like, the fact that Strangers is so simple. Yeah. Like, but it's so, like, true. Yeah. And it's kind of scary how true the guy is about how swapping, you know, he swaps murders. So, the only reason it's number three, I think, um, uh, what's his name, Farley Granger? Yeah. 
uh, I don't think he's a good actor. So yeah, I agree he, with that. He actually weakens the film. Yeah, there's and he's moment, had a lot. He's done a lot of movies. There's too. There's actually a, a moment in the film that I always laugh at because it's just terrible. It's when he's like shaking his wife. I it want looks, a strangler. It I looks strangler. It just looks so bad. It's like, oh. buddy, he's just like I don't know. He was more of a theater actor. He seems he's like more that. Stagier. Yeah. He like uh, I feel like if James, a young James Stewart, played that role, or even a young Cary Grant, I think it would be maybe a little bit closer to number one, maybe even two. But um, it's such a great film. And you relate to it because it's a tennis player, right? Yeah, <laughs> I some mean. some great tennis shots. There are. Like, I, there's not really many movies that have tennis in them. Yeah. So that one is cool. And it uh, has one of the most tense tennis games of all time. It I does. Think. It does. I can't imagine the pressure he was under. It's actually on Netflix right now. So if you're listening. Oh, is it? It's only like an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, it should um, be watched. And it's great fun. There's so many moments I don't want to spoil anything, but the villain may it's he's so great. There's that I will say there's a sequence at the beginning where the villain does a villainly thing uh-huh. with his ex the tennis player's soon to be ex wife. Oh, where man. it's a sequence at a fair. Oh, though that whole that might be one of my favorite sequences. That's some of the best sequences film. in any movie. You know, yeah, like I don't want to spoil anything, but there's no. that shirt there's that shot when it's a reflected it's a it's a reflection from the glasses. That yeah, that's why it's Fantastic. so many great shots in that film. Oh, there's a great part in the fair too, where he's like, "There's this little kid who has a balloon <laughs> or something." He walks into him with a balloon, and he takes and the villain takes a, like his like pen and like pops it or something. I think oh, it, was a, it a cigarette or a pen? It was something. It may have been a cigarette. Yeah, but it was like it's it, a very memorable. Oh, and it's away. a great opening with the shoes. Yeah. Talk about a great way to tell a story. Uh-huh. Uh, it starts on a pair of shoes, and then it follows a different pair of shoes. Yeah, and it's like. Kind of sets up the and then the, the shoes opening. Bump into each yeah, or it's when a they great. Sit down, he hits him with the shoes. It's on a great accident. way to tell a tell a story. No, that's a great. There's a really tense sequence with a sewer drain or something with a with a uh, lighter. Oh yes, yes. That's a great. Oh, that's great. That's great. great. And I think the ending is really great too. Um, yeah, I, that's yeah. a little crazy. I like it though. Yeah, that's one of those Rob Reiner fridge. No, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's entertaining. Like, it is. I'm like I don't like I don't care if this is maybe unrealistic. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, All these kids are on a, a Ferris. What is it? Wait, what are those things? Carousels. Yeah. All these kids are on carousels, like yeah. spinning, like for their lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they're having fun. The parents yeah, are like freaking. They're out. like yeah, and then crying. These two guys are trying to like kill each other on it. And then it's the, great. And the carnival workers like crawling under to stop it. <laughs> I th- I think it's ridiculous, it's but it's so great. much fun. So much fun. Um, uh, your number. Do you want to say your number three is Psycho? Do you yeah. Know anything more about Psycho? I don't think so. I think we covered it. I'll just say that there's, you should, yeah. I'll just say that there's a. Uh, just be wary of. Never mind. Never mind. No, no I'm not gonna say. Yeah, anything. yeah. So what would I do if I was uh, what's his name? Um, Bro, Guy, Haynes. Guy Haynes. If I was Guy Haynes, what would I do? Um, wow, yeah, that's a situation. Because it's probably yeah. Um, I would I would instantly go get the cops. Yeah. Just right. Because why doesn't he? Uh, because there's a reason because he had it. no witnesses, and then he also, um, oh yeah, bees of the yeah, <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> just did like a baseball like sideline signal to me so he didn't <laughs> spoil anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has. I love how we're talking about spoilers. These movies have been out since 1951. Well, <laughs> if you guys people, have, that's true. Unfortunately, our age hasn't haven't seen them. A lot of people in general haven't seen these. So yeah. don't watch the trailers either. The tra- no, they probably make them look every bad. Every single film from like from the fifties, like the, the trailer spoils everything about it. Yeah, just play, don't watch any of these trailers. No. Just take our word for it and watch. Just it. go watch them. Um. So number two. Yeah. 
my number two uh-huh. is probably going to be your number two, or it may be different. I think mine's have changed, so. Yours, <laughs> my number two, it could be number one. Uh-huh. They're probably interchangeable. Yeah. My number two is Vertigo. Okay. Um, starring. So let's just James get this Stewart out there. Your number two is Vertigo. My number two is Rear Window. Wow. Your number one is Rear Window. My number one is Vertigo. Really? So let's just talk about all of them, both yeah, of them. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's, yeah, talk about the twos first. Well, they're going to be the same. Um, You are correct. <laughs> my, my brain, uh, I had to think about that for a second. Let, I'm just going to edit that part out. Well, let's um, talk about Rear Window first. Okay, let's talk about Rear Window first. That's, yeah. that's my number one. Yeah. That's your number my two. My number two. Why is it your number two? And I'll, I think t- it's and great. I'll tell you why it should be your number one. <laughs> Uh, I think it's probably Hitchcock's like masterpiece. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's my favorite. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, like for Malik, when we talk about Malik, I mean, I think his masterpiece is Tree of Life. For sure. But not my favorite. Yeah. Very, very close. But uh, anyway, uh, I think it's a perfect example of like his, like how he made movies, his storytelling, yeah. what he did with audiences, and like he really makes the audience a part of the movie. Uh-huh. And like Tug is a great thing where he's like. He'll show, talking about Hitchcock's editing, he'll show James Stewart's face, he'll show what he's looking at, and then he'll cut back to his reaction. And you kind of, he kind of engages the audience in that way. Yeah. And it's a very voyeuristic, whatever the word is, I can't speak, like movie. And uh, kind of what we're doing as an audience when we're watching the movies, we're watching these people's lives that play out. And I think it's just this amazing, uh, and also like Jimmy Stewart, well, he's in both movies. Yeah. He's like awesome. Oh, he's like a such doubt. a great actor. He's fantastic. And especially like this, I mean, well, you could talk about It's a Wonderful Life and there's some other movies. This might be his best performance. I think I was well, actually, say, I don't know, but It's a Wonderful Life is probably his best performance. I personally think Rear Window is his best really? performance. Yeah. Really? I think it's better than It's a Wonderful Life. I'm Yeah, okay, just wait, that's, that's listen, tough. Just, can I say why? Yeah. Because the whole film is bent on his reaction that's true. And so that's like, you have to have a strong, really strong actor to do that. Yeah. Because he's not seeing that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, like, like that's not how films are made. Like, no. Yeah, so he, I think he was just in a great headspace. Yeah. Then. And um, like you were saying, I think I think personally it's one of the best screenplays uh, ever. Super underrated. I think that um, not only James... Uh, Jimmy Stewart has a great performance, but also the the person who plays his therapist. I was gonna get. I had to give some love to her, Thelma Ritter. I think so. Thelma Ritter. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. Grace Kelly's great, and then also the cop is great, or the detective yeah. is great. How's your wife? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was your Thelma favorite quote. Woman. Yeah, that's a, such a great quote. He's yeah. Like, How's your wife? <laughs> or she's too perfect. Or she's too perfect. Okay, so uh, we had to, so I, I told you this a while back, uh-huh. and this is my only problem with the movie. Okay. And I think it's a fair problem. But uh, who? <laughs> yeah, I already know what you're gonna say. Yeah. You're absolutely no, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you really think about it, like uh, Jimmy Stewart has Grace Kelly right there, like begging him to like love her, <laughs> and, they, and he's yeah. just like, ah, I don't like you. And then nah. she just keeps going. Uh, after you it. wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't handle my life. And it's like no person in their right mind would turn down Grace Kelly like that. That yes, I so <laughs> I think it's unrealistic. Sense. Um. I just thought that was. I feel like if James Stewart was like ten years younger, it would work. Unfortunately, he's 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 a little he's older. He's Mm -hmm. a a little older in Rear Window and Vertigo. He is. But uh, I think that's a funny way to look at it. Yeah. 
I think that just adds to her character because she's about you know personality and yeah 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 appearance. I don't know or I don't know, but um, uh, I I've I've seen it three times and each time I always get goosebumps at different moments and I learn I learn something new when I watch it and I just it's so much fun and James Stewart crushes it and the the whole film takes place inside of one room mm-hmm. and that's genius it is genius and then they also built that awesome set I wish we could have, I wish that set was still around oh, that would be they so apparently cool had lights that. that they could change like they could do all the different times of day whenever mm-hmm. they yeah. like quickly and like the rain and like I mean that sounds like all they could like actually live in that set which yes. is amazing and also I think the fact the whole reason that the film is so tense is that he's, he, has, he has a broken leg. Yeah, he can't go anywhere. And so there are moments in the film where you are just stressing out, like big yeah. time. I, I like I I think I actually like was sweating the first time I watched the film just because I had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, uh, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I think that I think uh, personally I think that's Hitchcock's masterpiece. I mainly the only reason I would say it's better than Vertigo is I think it has better pacing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so. And what would I do in his I would what I wouldn't let my future girlfriend go over there. I wouldn't do that. I th- I think I'd probably, <laughs> I think I'd probably just assume I had a, I had a bad dream. <laughs> no, I mean I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean I don't. That, that may be. Terrible. I think it's funny that he's right, but that may be spoiling. I like it. how it's filmed in a way that you might think that he is just crazy or just or yeah crazy yeah or hallucinate something because the the when he sees it he's like mid. Um, sleep awake mid sleep awake yeah i think that's a great way that he filmed it because it's like wait did he really see that like you feel like it's like something like seven year old when you would like see a neighbor do something and be like oh i bet they murdered someone yeah you know yes and he i love he's right talk about the ending okay they have a con okay look people if you haven't seen this movie (laughs) then stop listening and go watch the movie and then come back and listen to this okay okay um how like he like keeps the bad guy from getting to him is amazing oh yeah well, yeah, this, yeah. Where, where he's taking fu- like taking yeah. flash bulb pictures and the guy it. has to talk stop every two seconds and rub his eyes yeah i don't know it's just genius hitchcock i oh absolutely and th- but i thought i it was terrified and then uh it's wonderful and then he breaks both legs spoiler, he breaks both legs and then it ends with, it goes on his cast and like grace kelly's like laying yeah like reading a magazine uh-huh. photography Fun fact, uh, Hitchcock used to work with a producer named David O. Selznick. Yes. So he did like Rebecca and all those movies with him uh-huh. when he first came to Hollywood. And then they didn't have a good relationship. And so... Uh, I don't think a lot of people like Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, so later on, he actually cast Raymond Burr, I believe is his name, to play the villain in the movie because he looked like David O. Selznick. Yes. Yeah, so, I, never, I think yeah, I read that yeah, somewhere. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And... Um, I just love it so much. But let's talk about Vertigo because I love Vertigo as well. Yeah. Why? Why is it your favorite? So I I told you a few weeks ago that my favorite was Rear Window as well. So it's just gonna change yeah, all the time. Yeah, that blew my mind. But uh, today. yeah, Vertigo. I don't know. It's just they talk about how it's Hitchcock's most personal movie, mm-hmm. and I see that I can kind of see that with his obsession with, um, yes. p- particularly with his like leading ladies. Yeah. Which and is creepy. It is creepy. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's just some the mystery of that movie is really interesting and kind of I don't know, it's just a really hypnotic movie. Oh, without you know, a doubt. you feel like it's kind of a dream kind of I don't know. I think I've only seen Vertigo twice on the big screen that I watch. I actually I think I just went on a Hitchcock binge when I was in Texas. I wa- I rewatched in Texas. I feel like maybe if I watched it a third time, it could go above rear window, but 
like I said before, the only reason it's number two is because of the pacing. Because it does, I think like s- somewhere in the middle, it gets a little. It's like when okay. he's following. When he's following. When he's tailing her. That but, little part. But yeah. also, like I, uh, I don't know. It's still a masterpiece. I I still think it's. Uh, yeah. Perfect. I have to talk about the music. The music's fantastic. I think it's some of the best music in any movie I've ever heard. Oh yeah. And the light, the color, the, the way he's his color. Like there's a sequence oh, yeah. at the end of the movie where uh you see like her outline in green. Yes. Yeah. And then the music about, uh, La La Land, yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's just like this perfect but uh also uh one of the maybe maybe the best movie poster. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, of all time. If you haven't, just go look up at the movie poster. I have that poster um, in my in my room. Kim Novak is great. She's great. James Stewart, of course, is amazing. Uh, is it Barbara Bell Geddes? Yeah, she she's <laughs> bless her heart. She's she like, does the painting she's like of herself. in love with um, John Scotty Ferguson. Yeah, and uh, just gets nothing. <laughs> she gets nothing from him. Uh, okay, I'll say this. When we, do, uh, do you remember my face? Uh, whenever um, it ended, the movie ended. Yeah, it was a my shock. Mouth was open. Yeah, I was shocked. That's how it ended. Yeah, it blew my mind. Um, and I had to like sit on a week if I actually liked the ending or not. And then I eventually came. I was like, all right, that's a great ending. I think but so. It's um, his vertigo is cured. Yes. Oh, okay. I need to rewatch it, man. I, I actually kind of. I may. I may rewatch it soon. <laughs> just because uh, the way it's cured is amazing. Uh huh. But um, and also the villain, he gets yeah, away with it. So that's what I was he gonna gets say. Away with uh, it. That's why I had like my fingers out. Like I had to talk about two more things about oh, Hitchcock. Sorry. No, no, no. So yeah, I think it. That's my favorite villain. Because he Dude, gets. Dude, he's just like he may be mine too. He. I know this is like way out there. And look, obviously he's got a lot of great villains. Obviously, Norman Bates is amazing. Obviously, your boy in Strangers on a Train is amazing. Yeah. There are a lot of good villains in Hitchcock movies. But this guy stands out because the whole time, he's really, really nice, really oh, respectful. Yeah. You have no idea. And then you later find out, oh, this guy made this huge thing about killing his wife. He mm-hmm. killed his... Oh, spoiler. I'm going to spoil this. He hired this the actress. He, 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 he killed his wife. He plays an actress. He hired the actress to impersonate his wife. He knew the guy had vertigo, so he could set it up with his bell tag. It was yep. like... Oh my gosh! This guy went to a lot of trouble to do that. Then he leaves the country or whatever, and he's gone. And and, then, and James Stewart has zero witnesses, and he is he, gets he just gets villain. away. <laughs> so even so, like you're saying, like Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates is great. Uh, uh, Bruno from um, Strangers on a Train is great. Great, but those are great performances. Yeah, villain wise, this guy gets away with it. it. Vertigo's villain. What's his name? I don't even know his name. That's how he just gets <laughs> he away. Just gets man. away with it. I love that so much. Um, I really hope people that hadn't seen it um don't listen to this. Hadn't listened to that part. Ga- yeah. Gavin Elster, that's right. Yeah. Gavin Elster is his name. Um, and you just you really do never see it. Com- I never saw it coming. He and seems like a really nice guy. Yeah. Because, yeah. And then he even helps him at the jury. Yeah. And, dude, it's just so brilliantly uh, written. And I think it's based off as a book as well. Many of it is Daphne Du Daphne Du Maurier or something like that. And um, it's called From the Dead in French or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, uh, great, great movie. It's uh, so many great. Also, maybe one of my favorite looking films of all time. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's brilliant, brilliantly shot in color. It came out in 1958, man, and it just crushes. It's such I mean, a great it was film. not successful when it came out. 
Yeah, it bombed at the uh, bomb box office. I can't speak. Also, I think one of my favorite parts is when uh, his head, the special effects. I actually really like that part. Mm, yeah, yeah. It, it aged extremely well. I think the only part that um, another reason besides the pacing is the exp- exposition thing. Um, when there she's is a lot the of there is a lot of just particularly particularly I can't speak particularly uh, that, that part. Yeah, it's just too heavy exposition. So that's why I would go with Rear Window. But Vertigo is also a masterpiece in its yeah. own right. They're um, all good. So Vertigo, not on Netflix. Ruined or not. I think the only one that's on Netflix right now is Strangers on a Train. Maybe Psycho. Um, I don't know about Amazon Prime or Hulu or anything, but they're also worth to buy. Oh, yeah. Because uh, you can buy them really cheap at like, sometimes I see them at Walmart for really cheap, mm-hmm. for like five bucks. Oh, they're so worth it. So real quick, let's go through okay. a few honorable mention Hitchcock oh, movies. Oh, yeah, honorable mentions. What are What are yours? I was going to say I, The Birds, obviously. I think The Birds is awesome. It wouldn't be on mine, I don't think. Honorable mention? Yeah, I don't think so. I've okay. only seen it once, and I didn't really enjoy it as much okay. as I thought I would. I think I had high, really high expectations, and I think that's why it kind of soured it for me. I love the ending, though. The ending is amazing. Very good ending. Um, I think it's just um, uh, like the middle part I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'll need to go rewatch it, but. For me, Torn Curtain. So there's a sequence in Torn Curtain. I know what you're talking about. Where yeah. uh, Martin Scorsese even talks about how like you should watch Hitchcock movies uh-huh. like with the sound off. Because you can watch the editing and the way he paces things. Yeah. But there's a sequence in Torn Curtain where they kind of get rid of a, uh, of a bad guy. That's great. By like shoving his head into an oven. Uh-huh. And it's just this wonderful... <laughs> It's a, it's like it's wonder. It's a wonderful. wonderful sequence. Like this guy gets like tortured. Yeah. <laughs> like he and gets he's like a knife. Really well by the actor. He's a great. Actor. He's yeah. always chewing gum and sweating. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. great actor. Whoever that guy is, probably German actor or something. Was that? But, uh, um, what's his face? Paul Newman was Paul the star Newman, of it. Yeah, you. and Julie Christie. Philip Newman. <laughs> that is We're like off name. on names tonight. Torn Curtain. You should check it out. Uh, whoever's listening. Yeah, I think it's good. I, for me, it's low tier, but I, yeah. I still enjoyed it. Then I um, guess I have to go with. I already said Family Plot. I'll, I'll give one that I don't think you have seen actually that okay. I, I liked. Well, Notorious is great. Notorious is on my own. It okay. almost. The only problem I have with Notorious is like they fall in the love, love thing like, way too fast. Really, I don't. I don't. I didn't. That didn't bother me at all. I fall in love in like five minutes. That's not how real life works. That's true. But it's, it's like they, like they died for each other in like five. It's just like that's a little over the top. I think for really? me, it is. I mean, uh, a lot of people consider that one maybe his best. I know. I don't know. I can uh, well. I guess I can see why because the key and stuff. Those yeah. are great parts. But I think there's too many other better films than Notorious. There's uh Stage Fright. Is Stage my, Fright's my great. Mentions. Um. Also. Um. Oh my gosh. Um. Uh, what's that other one I was thinking of? Um. Oh my gosh! Oh, Dial M for Murder is on my. Uh, I love bit. that movie. Grace a, Kelly again. She does a great job. Uh, what's his face? You, oh, you can't stand one of them. Uh, I don't know Robert Foster. I think there's an actor named Robert Foster in that movie. Dial M for Murder. You kind of want to get you. You want the bad guy to almost get away with it. I feel like that's a great like Ray Milland. And then Robert Cummings. Oh yeah, that's a great. Uh, like the way the detective kind of explains how it all happened is yes. like really well well done. Like whoever thought of that is a really smart person. I gotta I'm I gotta see who won. Someone won an acting award for working with Hitchcock. For working with Hitchcock, I think it's only one person. Let me see. 
Um, I've never seen The Man Who Knew Too Much. I've never seen either of them. I've never seen The Troubled Harry. Oh, you know what? I straight up did not like Suspicion. Terrible. I actually think that's uh, not good. Not good. Oh, Ma- my gosh. Wait, what? I just remembered. I think I'm going to have to replace this with uh, North by Northwest, maybe. Rope. The wrong man? Rope. The rope? How did it long did how long did it take you to realize that Hitchcock made rope sample? You've been you've no. been loving that movie well, for a long time. Well, I don't have my time. computer notes, but rope I actually I think, you know, it has its faults. You're kidding me, right? You're kidding me. It's your top 5. It's so charming, man. Oh my gosh. It's such a charming little film. I look, let's be honest here. Oh, Rebecca people, is also honorable mention. People who are listening. I told Sample that rope was very mediocre and he was like, "Oh, well let me well, let me watch it." And he's like, "Oh, Harrison, it's I love this movie. It's a great movie." I love Rope. I'm like, Sampley, what are you talking about, man? It's a fun movie, but it's not a top five Hitchcock movie. Well, then again, I gave to catch a thief. Yeah, I know, right? So. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm, I, well, you know why, because I, mainly it's a joke. Rope, yes, it's, it's you know, it's okay. But uh, I just like messing with you. <laughs> oh, but I think, I think Hitchcock did something with that movie that a lot of people have imitated. Is oh the, yeah, the, for the, sure. the one Birdman, take. And so, yeah, so if you haven't seen Rope or don't know anything about it, Hitchcock attempted to make a movie that looked like it was all done in one take. I've never seen Frenzy. I'd like to see that. Sorry. Frenzy's good. Frenzy's good. I've also never seen Lifeboat. I'd like to see that. Haven't seen that one. You should check out Spellbound. He worked with Salvador Dali. Have I not seen that one? Made some really awesome dream sequences. It had Greg, Gregory Peck and Ingrid oh, no, Bergman. I haven't seen that one. I have. Yeah, you need to borrow that one. Um uh, There's a one take. The Wrong Man is a decent watch. Yeah, it's not a it's not a great movie, but um, oh, what's his face is really, why am I Henry Fonda? Henry Fonda. Why yeah. am I just dropping these names tonight? Thank you. Um, I think he's pretty good in it, but um, it's very depressing. Yeah, like, like Vertigo's depressing, but like, like um, like you still get something out of it. Wrong Man is just like ugh. Yeah, like, I feel gross. <laughs> I would say two movies from Hitchcock that I would not recommend are Topaz. And I confess, those movies. Are I haven't seen I confess. That's the one that you were. Just I told you. Watch, I so just, I it was just. I, a waste I think eventually I will because I own it. So I'm eventually gonna just kind of watch it. Yeah, it's not worth it. But, um, he's made so many great movies. There's a one take, uh, sequence in uh, Frenzy. Frenzy's a good movie. You should check out Frenzy. It's a little bit darker and grittier. Um. Than my liking for Hitchcock, it's not quite. Yeah, because that came out in the what the seventies. It did. It was one of his last movies, second to last movie after Family. Uh, Family Plot was last. Oh my, Joan Fontaine for, for Suspicion. <laughs> That's who, and she's oh super over the top in that film. It came out in nineteen forty, right? I so. know, but there but there are other actors during that time period that crushed it. Uh, AKA when did Streetcar name fifty four? What? It came out fifty four, man. Did it really? Or fifty fifty one? Sorry, fifty one. Am I messed up? Yeah, I just, I mean, I think a lot changed in 10 years in that time period. But you did have good actors who were, yeah. Oh, no, it came out in 1951. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought it came out in the 40s. They did the original play in the 40s, I think. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I like her and Rebecca, though. Oh, you know what's a great movie? It's not a Hitchcock film, but it could be. Is that uh, Audrey Hepburn, um, Afraid of the Dark? What's that movie Wait called? Wait Until Dark? Wait Until Dark. 
With uh, Alan Alda. No, not yeah. Alan Alda. Alan, Alan Arkin. Arkin. Yeah. Alan Arkin. He crushes it. Very Hitchcockian. Yeah. Like, who directed it, though? I, d- I don't know. I can't think. Come on, Harry. You don't have it, do you? No, I don't. You let me borrow that one. Um, I'm trying to... Th- oh, top five villains. Let's do top five villains. We hit an hour. Oh, we weren't hit an hour. I wanted to just say the Vertigo guy. <laughs> All the others are Number good. Number one, Vertigo guy. Yeah. Number two, <laughs> we don't Norman even know Bates. His name. Number three, Bruno. Number four... Um, hmm, that one's tough. Um, Number four. Who would be number four? Maybe uh, what's her face from Stage Fright? Actually, I think she's she's kind of great. She what? Oh crap! <laughs> wait, no, wait, I didn't spoil it. I just said no. Shit. Yeah, I know, but I think crap. there's a better one in that movie. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. But I'm not gonna. I don't no. want to spoil that one. Um, I don't know. He's got a th- yeah. So many great ones. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, cameos. What's your favorite Hitchcock cameo? My favorite Hitchcock cameo. So if you haven't, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Hitchcock, he appears in just about every movie at some point, very, very briefly, making a small little cameo appearance where he doesn't even talk. He just is in the scene. So what's your favorite Hitchcock cameo? I'll say that one movie has one of the most difficult <laughs> cameos to spot. Honestly, probably. The, I know. Uh, I know. I just trashed on it, but probably uh, to catch a thief, where Cary Grant sends by him on the bus. Oh, that's right. I, li- I really like that one. Yeah. And then, um, uh, which one is the really hard one to catch? So the one that rope is really hard. To rope. Catch. I think rope is really hard to to yeah. notice because again, it's uh, it's all only shot in one. It's like rear window. It's only shot in one uh, yeah. room, mm-hmm. so you have to that one had to be creative. Um. Psycho, he's behind the bank. Vertigo, he's walking in front. Uh, North, North by Northwest is a fun one. He's trying to catch the bus. That's right, and he misses it, right? Yeah. He drives off. That's a pretty good one. Um, But, yeah, he's... Uh, I don't want to... I, I mean, he's easily one of the best directors of all time. I think I could say that. Oh, yeah. Um, I think anybody... I would love to work with him. He did call actors... He called them cattle. <laughs> he said they're just cattle. I agree with him. They're not people. They're cattle. Um... What are cattle then? <laughs> cattle are actors. Uh, <laughs> so I would love to have worked with him, just because uh, every single film he made was um, just so influential in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. He did so many things that no one else had done before. I think that's why I really like him. And all of his movies hold up. Most of them really hold up extremely well, especially the top five I mentioned. Um, he was uh, somebody who appealed to audiences like regular audiences mm-hmm. as well as uh, as well as like, like filmmakers snobs, film, film snobs film snobs yeah <laughs> like yeah no, you yeah, can, yeah you know you can be like my si- you know my sister we watched a lot of his movies t- with her when she was younger yeah and she's like you know 13 or something watching a Hitchcock movie yeah and like then loving it and then you know Martin Scorsese talking about how great it was filmmaking wise yeah so it's like absolutely not uh, many people you can talk about like I that. I showed one of my younger brothers, I think it was Jesse. I was like, you got to watch Strangers on a Train because I just watched it. And he watched it. He was like, that was awesome. Yeah, it's great. Like, uh, what was it? What year? 1951, I said? 1951. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 70, 70 years ago. Almost 70. Well, uh, I guess 69. I can't do math. Is my math so. right? I don't know. I'm s- I'm close. Um, it's, it's 8 o'clock. 8 p.m. right now. We're, yeah. we're tired. Um, dude, uh... I think that about wraps it up. I'm really excited about next week's 
uh, podcast because we're going to have a guest on. I'm not going to say who, but he's uh, he's a wonderful working actor here in Huntsville that has appeared on shows like, uh, like well, one that you've been on. I'm not going to say what, just because. Uh, I was going to make a joke and I refrained. What was the joke? <laughs> You're just shaking your head. Okay. Well, um, well uh, yeah, we just wanted to talk about Hitchcock. Uh, hopefully, you guys go check him out. And also, oh, let me just say that. Thank you so much for everybody that's watching. Um, I thought it would take Aaron. a while to... What, you just said Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron's made 30 different accounts. It, <laughs> so on Anchor, it says we have 30 different people. And that's our estimated audience. So to those 30 different people that are continually watching all of our stuff, Get a really life. appreciate it. I would also really appreciate if you would share on Facebook or Instagram, MySpace, Club Penguin, whatever you're on right now. Feel free to share. Farmville. Farm, wait, Farmville, FarmersOnly.com, um, which uh, that's how I met Aaron, actually. Um, uh, feel free to share. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it. Someone just told us that they watched La La Land for the first time because they listened to our podcast and they said they loved it. That's a win. So that's, that's a huge win. That was as our if, whole goal. As if we, we were, uh, as if we made the film. I don't know why. <laughs> that sounds like our baby. Are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, also, feel free to. Oh, I'll just I'll say thank you to the people that are supporting the podcast. Um, thank you to those who are doing that. If you are not, feel free to uh, do so through Anchor or Patreon. Get our Patreon set up. Thank you so much to those that are listening. If you want us to cover a certain topic or a film or talk about one of the films that we've worked on, feel free to uh, reach out to us uh, via um, smoke signal, <laughs> letter, email, text. Carrier pigeon. GM, carrier pigeon. Uh, whatever suits you best. And we won't, but you can reach out. I'll, I'll listen, Harrison. <laughs> I'm a people's person, Harrison. That's what's wrong with you. That's what's wrong with you, Harrison. We'll work Wait, on where it. was the Black Pearl made? Dude, it was made in Alabama. It was Birmingham, made right? In the bayou. Of <laughs> I can't even remember where it was. I was right on it, half right. But anyways, that's been the, today's podcast. Go check out Vertigo, Rear Window, Psycho, Stage Fright, Strangers on a Train, Stage Fright, North by Northwest. Topaz. And, and, and <laughs> Topaz. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast. Feel free to share and continue to support us. Thank you. Harrison and I... I got to drop you off at your finger painting class, right? Uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. You want to watch Batman versus Dracula? <laughs> <laughs>